Remember at the beginning for many, many weeks, almost a whole year, I did an essay called The Stretch It Takes. I do. I love those. Yeah, they were fun. And uh, I've stopped doing that. I'm doing some other writing for other people. And I actually wrote an essay for more than grand, probably six months ago or maybe even a year, about grandparent burnout. And since that time, we've actually talked to a group of long-distance grandparents for uh, Carrie Byrne, Dr. Carrie Byrne's The Long Distance Grandparenting Society. So we had a kind of a little combo with them about it. And so I thought what I would do first is read my Stretch It Takes essay aloud like we used to, and you, you will put wonderful sound to it. And then Mike and I'll talk about it a little bit. Bone tired. It's the way you felt after your first baby was born and thereafter for so many years. For most of us, that period of life all blurred into one feeling of never being able to see the light at the end of a long tunnel. You often stole five-minute naps as the children played. You fell asleep while trying to catch one more episode of television before you had to wake up and start the process of caring for, cleaning up after, and coddling the children you so dearly love. You thought you'd never be this tired again. Until you had grandchildren. Now you are much older and beyond belief busier than you thought you could ever be. So how do you handle the kind of exhaustion that accompanies caring for those little lives you longed for? Those sweet little grandchildren? Well, much depends on how many grandchildren you have, if they live close to you, and how much your own children need you to help. We often give our own adult children the kind of advice we're unwilling to take ourselves. We tell them they need to set aside time for themselves, they need to rest when they can, and they need to not take on more than they can handle. Are you, as a grandparent, willing to do the same? Our job as grandparents is to support, not fully sustain. Perhaps we need to recognize, and our adult children do too, that we are merely one part of a support system that extends beyond us. We may need to figure out a way to encourage our children to delegate. When we are asked for help, we may be tempted to always say yes, but instead maybe we should ask ourselves if there may be others who might come alongside our adult children, their friends, babysitters, and community, in order to keep ourselves from overcommitting. As a young parent, we never lived near family, and so we had to get resourceful. I found Mother's Day Out programs. I swapped babysitting with friends. I found a place to exercise that also had a drop-off program for my children and hired a mother's helper when I just needed to lie down. As grandparents, maybe we can encourage our adult children to find alternatives to the care we provide in order for us not to suffer the kind of grandparenting burnout I see so many times. I hear from grandparents who are frustrated and exhausted. Honestly, they tell me they just don't have it in themselves to do parenting all over again. I understand. And the more grandchildren you have, the harder it gets. Not only do you not have the bandwidth to care for all of them, but also the more grandchildren you have, the harder it is to juggle the responsibilities for all of them and meet out a fair amount of time for each. The hardest part of all of this is communicating our own needs to our adult children. 
That is the stretch it takes for us all. My advice? The same thing I'd say to our adult children about their jobs or relationships. Don't wait until you are resentful and bitter about how things have been going. Address problems up front as soon as you feel you are being taken advantage of or simply just too tired to cope. Same goes for us. Remember that our value as a grandparent extends way beyond what we can do for our family. Our worth is also in what we can be for them. A loving, caring, kind person who is all of those things because we are rested and joyful instead of tired and resentful. Well, it sure seems like all those things are still true. Let's connect some dots. Maybe just have little bullet points about what we need to do. First of all, don't say yes if you really don't want to. Yeah. That's hard, though. I mean, it's way easier to say well, than it yeah. is to do. Well, if you're a people pleaser, which we shouldn't be, we should just do what we can and not try to please people. Yeah, but for decades we've been trying to meet the needs of our children. I know. It's hard to rebalance that. It is. Help your adult kids navigate the system. If you have more time than they do, you can always offer to find programs for your grands to enjoy, that kind of thing. You could even pay for memberships if you want to, if you can afford it. We've talked about that as a gift idea. Yeah. And this is one thing where being a grandparent may be especially valuable because you've actually got more experience at trying to find alternate resources for things like this. Right. And then you can bring them to your adult children as suggestions. Remember, we're not... You're not going to tell them what they need to do. Right. Because that would be unsolicited advice, maybe. Yeah. Another idea, if you can help them out financially, if you can, and if you want to, both have to be there, maybe help pay for care for the grants. Uh, again, only if you want to and can afford to. So now here's a tricky one talking about finances. And I want to preface this by saying this is especially important if your children are financially better off than you are and or you have given up some sort of job in order to be the more available grandparent to your grands. Yeah. Um, consider asking to be compensated as any childcare or au pair worker would be. Now, I know that sounds selfish or greedy, but seriously, if you have given up a job so that you can be around for them, then you should be compensated. And in one of the things I think you should be compensated if they're doing a job, if they've gone off to do some work and they're getting paid. If now, they, I don't think if you they want to go to a movie, you should necessarily be paid to watch your grandchildren. But if they're earning and you weren't available, certainly this would cost them something. Right. And so while it may feel uncomfortable for you to do this, just give it a thought. Just yeah. consider that maybe that's a way for you to help balance the demands on you as a grandparent. will give your your children your adult children a second they'll make they'll pause for a minute before they might ask you to do something so it gives them a moment to be like am i gonna do this if it's gonna cost me okay so let me argue the other side for just a minute what if this sounds completely wrong-headed to me what if it sounds like i'm taking food out of the mouths of my children and grandchildren by asking them to pay me to take care of them because there are other moments when i would not ask them to pay me to take care of them so what makes this different, special? Well, they're making money 
and they're financially better off. And if you, if you aren't working and you don't have money, that's helpful to you. And then those kids aren't going to be supporting you when you're 80. Great. I think it's important to, to restate those preconditions if, and if, and if Yeah. it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a strong piece of advice, but it is a tricky one. Let's talk about communicating our needs to our adult kids. Remember, we have needs too, so we have a voice. And what we're talking about is negotiating, not demanding. We've talked a lot about boundaries, and in a more recent episode, we talked to counselor Emily Williams about this. And the key to boundaries on both sides is negotiation. The modern spin on grandparenting is that we're just supposed to keep our mouth shut and do what we're told. You hear this all the time now. People are like, just keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything as a grandparent. But I think Mike and I, don't you think we kind of disagree on that? Yeah, I think it's important to separate this from what I said a minute ago, which is unsolicited advice. It probably is important not to give unsolicited advice, but Mm -hmm. this is different. Yeah, this is different. This is negotiating a boundary that you have. Like I, I cannot watch the kids Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I have other things that I'm doing. So, uh, you know, you might need to find somebody else or find some community program, that kind of thing. You know, one of the exceptions to that is if you are a long distance grandparent and you only see your grands once in a while and you probably need to pick your fights. So if you have some kind of boundary that you want to put up with them, um, we've talked to people who are long distance grandparents and they're like, we don't want to, we don't want to bring that up. We only see them a couple times a month. A year, so we don't want to bring that up. But if you're working with someone who lives down the street or you know ten minutes away, you're going to have to develop those expectations, boundaries, negotiation. You have to do all of that. Right. I, I don't think there's a situation anywhere where if you are down the street from your children and grandchildren, you're not going to have to at some point work through the process of setting, establishing, and negotiating a boundary. Didn't somebody tell us uh, in the last several weeks that a boundary doesn't exist unless it's negotiated? Because if it's not negotiated, it's not a boundary in the proper sense of the word. Right. Which is what causes the resentment and can even cause estrangement. And that's the thing. It, you it's do a not de- want It's it. a demand, not a, not a boundary right. if it's not discussed. Right. And, and that's what leads to estrangement. Right. And that's a scary word. And it happens to many families. And we've talked about that on the podcast as we well. We have. But estrangement often happens over a lack of communication, not because you communicated something. So remember that when you're worried about estrangement. It doesn't mean it's going to happen because you say something. More likely going to happen because you're not saying anything. Take a breath. Figure out a kind and generous way to express how you're feeling. Try not to let it get heated. But if it does, which sometimes it does, be ready to apologize and try again. Clamming up isn't really the answer. Wow, that is a lot to take in. I'm still trying to separate. Uh, There are moments when I really shouldn't speak, and then there are moments when it is vital that I do speak. Yeah, well, hopefully. We're we're older and hopefully wiser, so... (laughs) Well, Do you think? but we're still learning these yeah, we these dynamics of, you know, how to uh, how to how to be both encouraging and um, partnering with our adult children. Yeah, 
Yeah, because we're in it with them a lot more, I think, than other grandparents in other decades. Don't you think that's what part of it is? Because we're more able as we get older right. than we used to be. Yeah. And because they're more needy than they used to be because Maybe. they're trying to do all these things that right. couples 30 years ago and more were not trying to swing. The Grand Life is a marketing affiliate for More Than Grand, a resource center on the web for those who want to become MVP's most valuable grandparents. The founder of More Than Grand, Dee Dee Moore, has been a guest on this podcast because she brings great ideas, coaching, good questions, a few hard ones too, and even signs and graphics that can help you create strong and enduring bonds with your grandchild. Visit her online shop, use the code GRANDLIFE, one word, and get 10% off your order of grandparenting resources at morethangrand.com. We're in this with you, everyone. We love hearing from you, so if you'd like to communicate with us, you can email us at grandlifeconnection at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 317-572-7876. We'd like to hear your voice. That's you should take advantage of that voicemail because it's, it's really fun if we get to listen to what you have to say. And by the way, thank you for the rates and for the reviews. It's been a great encouragement to us. Yeah. Any of those of you who have answered the questions about your favorite podcast that you may have seen on the Facebook Grand Life Podcast page, thank you. And if you haven't answered that, you can go to the uh, Grand Life Podcast Facebook page, add your favorite podcasts to the list. Yeah, I'm doing a little research there, and I'd love to hear what you have to say. It's really fascinating to see what kinds of podcasts you're listening to other than The Grand Life. I'm yeah. not trying to get you to listen to other podcasts well, besides us. Well, we hope you are. Yeah. We, we hope you are. And, you know, by the way, recommending podcasts is the best way to help people discover them. You know, there are literally millions of podcasts that are just sitting out there waiting to be snatched. Most of them don't have... Uh, the two things that we have, one is a, a strong back catalog, and the other is many hundreds of people who listen to us. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. Yeah. Also, we are going to do a live-to-tape episode of our podcast with an audience in a couple of weeks through the generous help of our local library. We even have a 10-year-old comedian who will be warming up the audience. Stand up. A stand-up comedian, <laughs> 10 years old. I'm so excited, and I think he's going to do a great job. If all goes well, we'll be dropping that episode a couple of weeks later, so be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, I'm Emily Morgan. And I'm Mike Morgan. And thanks for joining us in Living the Grand Life. Next time on The Grand Life. Some of your grandkids really will be attracted to spending time with you and ask you lots of questions and find out about your life, you know, which is what I did find out what you're reading and what and go golfing with you they taught me how to golf like that kind of thing but the rest they still love you it's just a different relationship they don't not love you it's just different that's next time on the grand life <laughs>